0: And welcome to a magical episode oh. of We Only Look Thin. I am one of your hosts, Donald Weigel, and I have lost about one hundred pounds. And with me, as always, is
1: Catherine Weigel, and I am your Dreamweaver? weaver. Oh, God. why do I always mention <laughs> things that I don't? I don't know. You, you said magical. And why I thought, would you like, bring that up? Dream I don't know. It was spooky. It's Halloween. Time. Yeah, it's uh,
0: we we finally entered October. Uh, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was sort of on the fence about how much I I wanted to get into the Halloween season, and now I just want to be enrobed in pumpkin spice things. Yeah, I want to wear a jack o' lantern head at like <laughs> everywhere I go. Yeah, uh, I'm all about like putting up decorations yeah. and uh, and we, just letting the season take me away.
1: Yeah, we are literally watching basically what's the equivalent of a television screensaver right now with pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns and spookiness so we're we're all about it yeah
0: and 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 look i know that one of the hallmarks of a good podcast is to describe visual things that the audience can't see yeah poorly (laughs) describe them But we discovered, I think early in the pandemic, um, these uh, YouTube videos where they're just sort of, they're meant to be on in the background and a lot of ambiance videos. And a lot of them are like pleasant scenes. But right now there's like spooky, scary ones. Maybe you should
1: put one in the show notes.
0: Yeah, I could link to one in the show notes. I'm
1: voluntolding you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I love it when I get homework to do yeah. uh, while we're on the air. Yeah. You know, what, when I'm was- on the air, like we're <laughs> like we're on the air right oh, now. Yeah. yeah. Color
1: 5. Uh when I was growing up, funny you asked. About when I liked to do things, I did. Um, I did ask about that when, when I was a child. I'm Catherine Weigel. I can't remember if I said that. Yeah, you did. Okay. Oh, and then I was a dreamer. Yeah, you're for a dream. Dr- yeah, I don't know. where. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you're you're not weaving dreams. No. Yeah, that that song uh, can go straight to heck. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Saucy I did it. Language. I said it. I said it.
1: Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm Catherine Weigel. Uh, we only look thin, and uh, I was about to tie myself into talking about when I like to walk as a child. Would you like to ask me <laughs> the only oh, – wow. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Hey, um, here, <laughs>
0: I'm wondering, when you were a child, yeah. were there any times that you actually wanted to walk
1: places? You know what? Come to think of it. Yeah? Uh, yeah. No, I, I am still angry about all of the walking I had to do from and to school oh, and yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know when I never complained? When? On Halloween. Oh yeah. When I got to walk. You got to walk house to, to, to house get candy. To yeah. get candy. That was my incentive. And basically I think that was the only day of the year that I was excited about walking anywhere. Yeah. Um and that lasted until I was about 41 years <laughs> yeah, old. Exactly. Uh, didn't go trick or treating. I uh, had candy brought to me. Uh and uh, and and that didn't go well for me.
0: Well, and you know, it's interesting that you brought that up. I oh. mean, out of nowhere. Oh, I gosh. mean, it's just why would you organically that? that you brought it up? Because walking, you know, when I realized, and I'm, I'm, I know, I like, I can't get the like snarkiness out of my voice, the sound, but when I realized that walking was actually exercise and that like it burned calories, it was an epiphany for me yeah like seriously like every other nearly every other bit of exercise i'd ever done for my whole life just felt like torture pretty much and the ability to to walk like i like doing that (laughs) and i like like i like the outside part of it i like rebounding inside i like being able to watch tv while i'm rebounding i like the long conversations that we can have when we're out on walks and it was really life changing. But when I first heard about it, <laughs> I was told, <laughs>
1: "What is this first <laughs> <walking laughs> thing?" Yeah, when somebody with my feet, <laughs> went on you
0: wait, you put one foot where now? Oh. Um, <laughs> um, I I heard this number of ten thousand steps,
1: ten thousand,
0: and I'm I'm bringing it back around to why this is a magic episode. It was. It was told to me as if this was the the magic number, this ten thousand steps. And, you know, reminds me of, you know, remember schoolhouse rock yeah. in the seventies, like three, three is the, magic, is the number. magic number. So so really already we don't know if three is the magic number, which we were taught yeah. like no, you know, seriously changing. when we were kids, or ten thousand is the magic number. And you know, we're told ten thousand, and you know, so I I had my phone that was counting steps, and it basically like I was getting something like three or four thousand steps a day organically. It
1: must be nice, yes. Um, <laughs> must be nice. I was getting like fifteen hundred. Oh, so you were you were, were really? You were doing uh, twice as much uh, maybe, as maybe I'm
0: exaggerating. Maybe it was less than that because I know it it wasn't it wasn't very much at the time, and the idea of basically tripling ish. Oh, my step count. During the day seemed impossible.
1: I remember when uh, they had those pedometers that just sort of clipped onto your belt. Those little, you know, they didn't even have batteries. Yeah. It was just yeah. by your by hip movement. And uh, I remember our Weight Watcher leader saying like, well, I get 10,000 steps a day and it's easy just with my normal whatever. And I was like, how am I supposed to hold a job and get 10,000 right. steps? Like, <laughs> right. I've lost touch with I family. Have, I have family. I, I we, <laughs> you, you beat me to the oh, family I'm joke sorry. by like
0: two seconds. We've,
1: we forfeited on our yeah. mortgage. Like, how yeah. am I supposed to keep <laughs> yeah, up with everything? Right.
0: <laughs> I, I've had to stop grocery shopping. I can't do housework <laughs> anymore because I just have to get stuff but
1: i really had i was like that must be some magic you know like ideal number and i had no idea how to get there and so get guess what i did what did you do i did no
0: walking. oh yeah
1: or i'd you know i'd get maybe an extra 200 or like oh well just take the stairs again what is that gonna do park farther away like a Fool who's going to be you know taken advantage of with a bad parking spot? That's for losers. Like yeah. so, I I went this like I said four decades of uh, of doing that. Yeah,
0: and I thought at first that if I didn't hit ten thousand, if I didn't hit that magic number, that I was a failure. Yeah, that like I was not. There was no way that somebody could be fit and healthy if they didn't hit. Ten thousand steps in a day.
1: Well, and the same thing goes for the gym. It's like thirty minutes, right? Well, what if I did twenty nope. nope. eight? Nope. No, no, yeah, health no health benefits to that. No <laughs> one
0: can get fit in twenty eight minutes. It's nope. got to be thirty, uh, absolutely. And so, I, you know, was discouraged for most of my life, but I eventually got to a point where realized walking was was actual exercise and it actually burned <laughs> calories and was able to start where I was and then slowly increase. I could walk as much as I could walk. And I would, I started by just adding, you know, steps throughout my day, finding ways to, to add steps, parking farther away, taking the stairs, you know, leaving your grocery cart in one place and going and getting things, putting things away one at a time. We've got multiple episodes about how to get in more steps. Um, But, Once I realized that I could just incrementally add steps to my life, it made the goal seem actually possible to to just increase starting from where I was. And so part of this was inspired by the fact that I came across this article, as you do when you're me. Um, actually called is 10,000 steps a day. Moves. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm strolling around the internet. Um, and I came across an article that, uh, that says is 10,000 steps a day really the magic number. And, um, I will link t- in the show notes. Uh, it's from a website called evidation.com. Um, there are links to other, you know, some scientific studies in there, but, you know, spoiler alert cut to the chase. Um, there doesn't brass appear. Tax. <laughs> yeah, let's get down to brass tacks. There doesn't appear to be any scientific data that 10,000 steps is the magic number for health. And this idea of 10,000 steps seems to date back to this Japanese pedometer company back in the 1960s, who like came out with a marketing plan. They called it the 10,000 step pedometer, um, because apparently, and I could have looked this up myself, um, and maybe I will after this, um, apparently the symbol for 10,000 in Japanese looks a little bit like a person walking. And so it was sort of like, you know, this, we'll call it a 10,000 step thing because we can put this symbol on there that sort of looks like a walking person. And that just really caught on and eventually made its way over here. And to the point where, you know, people, think and repeat like it's gospel that 10,000 steps is the magic number. And that if you're not hitting that, that you're not really fit. But the important thing to remember is some people are just not walkers. They don't have safe neighborhoods. They don't, they have physical conditions that don't let them walk. They feel unsteady on sidewalks and they need to be more creative. So if there's a person who needs to go to the gym or the pool or sit on a stationary bike And they're not getting 10,000 steps, they can feel like they're failing. And, and not, you know, if you just can't do it because you're just not a walker, then it can really feel like you know, you're never going to get there or that you're just not the kind of person who can ever be fit.
1: Well, and I think there were so many things that I saw as well, then I'll just never lose weight when I was growing up, whether it was, you've got to get 30 minutes in the gym, your heart rate has to go to this point, or it doesn't count. You've got to have this many, you know, these many calories, You've, you've got to have three cups of fresh vegetables, and all of these conditions around the perfect way to get something done. And even with Getting in steps, I know I've talked about this of when I first got my Fitbit, wanting to hit 10,000 steps, but it was 1150 at night right. and I needed 700 steps or something. So I walked around our parking area in circles for ten minutes, trying to hit the magic number so that I could get credit for it. And I end I was wearing flip flops because that's a good thing to do in the dark. Right. Uh, at midnight. Right. Uh, very ghostly. And <laughs> I ended up twisting my ankle because yeah. I was so bent on just getting the number that I wasn't it was like wasn't about getting fit. It was about getting the number. And when we hold ourselves up to standards that are these sort of random prescribed amounts and we don't hit them, we either feel like you said, either like we're a failure, we can't comply, we're never going to get this done, instead of, okay, well, what can you do today? And it took me a long time, even in the last five years, to get to the point of asking myself, like, Are you enjoying this? Is this this good for you right now? Or are you trying to hit a number that doesn't match what your current lifestyle or capabilities are?
0: Yeah, I will say, though, that the you who was walking around that parking lot was right about one thing, that flip-flops are the spookiest footwear. (laughs) for sure.
1: Well, you can't sneak up on anybody. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I, but, you know, I think that we get caught up in these numbers and I think that there's a real issue. Like, I know our our daughter at one point, she was doing Duolingo like every day. And, you know, she had this big streak going and I think it got up to 2-3 months where she was doing it every day and then she missed a day and oh then it my was gosh. just like she was crushed and devastated. You made
1: Duolingo sad, which I am not a fan.
0: And and just then stopped doing it at all. And I think that we get caught up in this idea that if we are, you know, we can be hardcore and, you know, hardcore in air quotes, and we can hit a particular step goal every day and then we don't do it once and then it's like, oh, well, the streak's over. I guess I guess I'm a failure. I guess I should stop. But There isn't anything particularly magical about 10,000. And look, I know not everybody is swayed by data, but I am somebody that is. So there's a couple of studies that were linked to in this article that talked about a – there was one study uh, published in the Journal of um, the American Medical Association – That showed that elderly women who walked 4,400 steps a day had significantly lower uh, premature mortality rates compared to the least active women that were in the study. And then there was another study that followed over 2,000 adults for almost 11 years, and in that study... People who got at least 7,000 steps a day compared to those taking less than 7,000 steps a day had a 50 to 70% lower risk of mortality. Um, And as the number of steps increased, the risk of cardiovascular disease decreased. All of that is good news if you're somebody who is just looking to get more steps and get more exercise and increase your health. But the point here is not that 10,000 steps is the magic number. The point is just to move more. And And, consistently. And consistently. And to add more steps to your life. But meet yourself where you are right now. And similarly, if you're somebody who has heard that, you know, I need to be at 1,200 calories a day or something like that, which is really, really low – um, or or there's whatever number, or you go to Weight Watchers, and they give you, you know, 25 points or whatever it is. I haven't done Weight Watchers in a long time. And, you know, that feels like punishment to you. And it feels like you're white knuckling it all the time and a struggle. Maybe you can do that for a little while. But eventually, you're gonna have more calories than that or more points than that. And we have a tendency, I have a tendency to then feel like a failure. Well, it's not It's not the plan's problem. It's my problem that I can't stick to this.
1: Yeah, and two, you know, just sticking with numbers, the, you know, like, oh, well, you've got to have, like, multiply your body weight times 400 ounces, and that's how many ounces of water you should get a day. Right. There are general kind of statements that fitness people make, or, you know, society, the government... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm taking this all the way to the top. But you hear something and then it's like, I don't drink any water right now. And eight glasses of water is a lot of water. So then you feel like, okay, well, I'm never going to get there. So why should I bother? And the way we started all of this, and it it falls into the tiny habits model as well, is what could you actually get yourself to do? Right. But even before that, coming up with a baseline of where you are right now. And going from there, instead of the ideal, you've got to get eight hours of sleep. You've got to read, you know, you know, 200 pages a day. You've got to do this, the 5 a.m. miracle. Like if you don't get up, you know, at 5 a.m. and meditate and journal, then you're a garbage person. All of this. And if you've listened to any of our episodes up until now is about actually taking agency in your life and designing your plan or program to accommodate who you are yeah. and work toward the kind of person that you want to be not from 0 to 10,000 steps but figuring out where you are today and how much more effort you're willing to put in based on your you know f- time restraints your physical ability uh and I don't know a third thing there's always three things there's always if a three third is thing. <laughs> three is the magic
0: number three is magic that's <laughs> right so for me, you know, I started back there at that 3 or 4,000 steps a day and 10,000 just seemed impossible, but I thought, well, if I can do 3 or 4,000 without really trying, if I actually start to try, maybe I could hit 5. And so I started by making 5,000 my goal. And for you know for me it really helped to gamify it and so you know i'm not trying to do an ad for fitbit we don't get anything from them but
1: except health and they fitness. accept health and fitness
0: exactly <laughs> but you know there are all of these challenges on the fitbit that really motivated me like i was like oh so these other people are on here and we're all trying to get more steps than one another well i may not be able to win this challenge i may not be able to get the most steps but I could probably get more steps than these other people that are just, you know, slightly ahead of me right now. And it really pushed me to do it. And just gamifying it for myself, like seeing like, well, if I can, if I can just add a little bit here and there, I could get that extra, you know, thousand, two thousand steps to get myself to five thousand. And then actually hitting it and getting that, that reward of the, you know, the watch doing all of the lighting up and beeping and buzzing and everything really was motivation for me to keep going. And then what happened, surprisingly, was it sort of became natural and easy for me to hit 5,000 every day. And I thought to myself, well, why don't I increase to 7,500 then and see if I can do that? And then eventually that became easy and then eventually i was hitting that 10,000 steps a day and then you know my current step goal is is 20,000 steps a day which just seemed you know when i first found out that people could get 20,000 steps in a day that felt impossible and i couldn't imagine i mean like what catherine was talking about earlier about like quitting my job I'm gonna and have like have to give
1: 2 weeks notice <laughs> yeah
0: exactly but i have found ways to work that kind of a step count into my life, and it's just now part of my lifestyle. But when I started, there was no way I could have just set an arbitrary number that high and expected to hit it all the time.
1: Well, and going back to Donald realizing that walking was a way to burn calories and get in fitness uh, un- under the table, as yeah. they say, yeah. um, for me, I thought that If I couldn't go to the gym, then it wasn't real exercise. And for me, seeing people who were so far ahead ahead of what I was doing – felt daunting because I just saw like, well, this is the beginning and that's the end Yeah, and nothing in the middle of that incremental increase that you were talking about of like, I mean, I'm not taking Weight Watcher to task because they taught me a lot of great things. Yeah, but Like, for sure. Hey, why don't you start at 3000? Hey, why don't you start with just, you know, that parking farther away and see how you feel? And I saw it as almost like a gimmick. Like I want to be thin and if I want to be thin, I need to get 10,000 steps. Right. And that's what thin people do. I think what thin people do, I'm not actually sure what they do. Right. <laughs> I'm not really actually. It's still a mystery. But what I think they do is they, are, they, they might stay active. Right. In, in many ways, some people might walk some people might not like Donald said that might not work for everyone and for me even still I know that there was someone in Walt Place was talking about riding her Peloton but it not counting as steps and she was feeling bad for getting 4,000 steps a day because 10,000 was you know her goal but it's like okay well you were on your Peloton for 45 minutes like that is a huge victory or going swimming and not having that count or doing yoga and that not counting. There's no you know like accountant in the sky right. who is you know with abacus and whatever they do being like oh well, this counts as fitness and this doesn't. It is sort of why I didn't swim for a long time, because I was like, well, I don't know how how many laps I can do, right. and like if I don't measure it, and I forget, and I was talking to a naturally slim person yesterday. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> we should have one of those on the show sometime. We should. I, yeah. well, I have
1: something else to say about something she said, but I was talking about how recently this summer, I just decided, like, why don't you just swim? do the backstroke. Right. Su- Cuz you actually really like swimming. I love swimming, but I'm like, yeah. oh, but how like I always lose track and then how many laps am I doing and the pool isn't regulation and like it was almost like I was like you asking lots of questions. Yeah, but, yeah,
0: that's really terrible. But
1: it's a loophole. <laughs> and I and then I, you know, thought like, "Hey, why don't you get in the pool and see what happens?" And guess what? I've been having a really nice summer in the pool, maybe I just hang out with my pool donut thing floaty. Maybe I do some laps, but I'm not counting it. I sure I, I track the time like, oh, I was in for 20 minutes. That's right. great. But it does. it's not about a means to an end. It's I like swimming. I like the way I feel when I swim. Why don't you do that until you're ready to do more? And the same is true for any kind of activity. It doesn't have to be, you know, the precise thing that you know, is designated by a 30-day crunch program or, you know, some extreme plan. It's just move more than you were before.
0: Yeah, and we've done other episodes, I'll link to them in the show notes, about uh, about NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And that is all of the movement, all of the calories that you burn throughout the day by, by just moving, like, through your life. And it turns out, if you look at the science of it, that that is actually much more important than the actual like hardcore exercise that you do. Not that the exercise isn't important, but we, we get caught up in this idea of, you know, I have to go to the gym for 30 minutes in the morning or I have to work out for an hour in the morning. And people do that and then they sit and they don't move for the rest of the day because they feel like they're covered. They're, they're covered because they got that morning, you know, burst of exercise in. And what the science shows is that it's the people who move consistently throughout the day that actually burn the most calories and end up being the most healthy over the long term, rather than trying to put in those fits and starts.
1: Well, and it's that like, well, I didn't get my 20 active minutes today. Meanwhile, you've taken 7,000 steps of just random chores around the house and walking to Rite Aid to buy a birthday card and all that. We actually, today, met up with a friend and we walked to, to meet up with them to get tacos let's call them tacos
0: <laughs> he was wondering where you were going with I don't know, that. It was tacos but yeah. our
1: friend actually had lost a bunch of weight he brought it up we did not but yeah. he said that he realized that since the pandemic he was staying inside all of the time and he works from home and so he decided and get this he said that i don't know if he said we were an inspiration but he, he mentioned our names
0: yeah, I mean, and something about us being really, really good looking too yeah, I yeah. think in there. But um, you know, even if people don't come out and use the words we're an inspiration, we can read it between the lines typically. D-
1: definitely. Yeah. But he said, and get this, everybody. Yeah. He said he would just get up in the morning instead of just sitting at his desk and he would go for a walk. Just yeah. out his door. No gym membership, no, you know, whatever. Just go for a walk. And he cut down on snacking. And I'm sure some other things. But like, oh, you just walked. You didn't get a trainer. You didn't, you know, level up some crazy amount. It was just like, oh yeah, I'm sitting all the time. Yeah. So he has gotten in some more activity.
0: And we we get we get fixated on these ideas of what real exercise is. And we we have these all or nothing attitudes that you know, if we can't do the perfect thing, then we end up doing nothing at all. And it turns out that like walking, yard work, and even grocery shopping can be an R exercise and do burn calories. So figuring out ways to do more of those things or to move more while you're doing your, you know, your daily things. Like I'm, I'm in an office a lot. I'm on a set a lot and I'm on the phone a lot and I will Oftentimes, you know, I have sort of a a rule for myself when I get a phone call that's going to be long. I don't sit while I'm on the phone. I get up and I walk while I'm on the phone. And that's just one example of how I get more movement in throughout my day.
1: Well, and getting to the point of considering yourself an active person, which means that some days you're going to be able to do much more, you're going to have more energy and more time for more movement, and other times might not be ideal. And that is okay. Not every day we're going to be able to give the same amount of effort. But if I, you know, part of that is if I don't plan for it, if I don't kind of know, like, Oh, you know what? Yeah, I can walk to Rite Aid. Oh, I can walk to go grab lunch. Like, yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to park far away. All those little things add up. But if I for if if I don't actually think about it, at least when I started, yeah. like, like how can you make this work? I just wouldn't do it. Or people are like, oh, yeah. Just talk like that. I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Because for sure. that. <laughs> for
1: sure. But if I don't plan for it, it probably won't happen, especially recently. And this is big news that no one is going to expect from me. Oh. You know what I'm going to say, but it, I'm just oh, okay. it sound like I thought so.
0: I was one of the so no ones. So
1: I said. Uh, on an old episode that I would not join. I'm not a gym person. Oh, yeah. I'm not a gym person, I actually Donald. didn't know
0: what you were going to say, but now I know what you're going to say. <laughs> um,
1: but I realized that I'm at home by myself most of the time. Donald works in an office. I work uh, in our house.
0: Being home by myself most of the time sounds like a beautiful dream to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I realized I was Getting tired of looking at my own face in the mirror. So I, this last week, decided to join a gym. It is close to our daughter's school. It's not the fanciest gym. It doesn't have, like, you know, Pilates studios and, and jazzercise. But they've got workout machines. And there are people there, other humans. Yeah. And I don't see many of those in person. So um, I went, I, I joined, I think, Wednesday, and I went three days in a row just for like, I didn't have to go crazy, just like this, and it'd be crazy. But having that as an option for myself when the weather go- gets bad or when I just need to see other people, um, I've just started out my gym venture. Uh, that's a new trademark, uh, Kevin like, Wilde. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you can't even say because you'll owe me money. I-
0: I don't want to do that,
1: <laughs> but so I at one point said I would never join a gym. So what what I'm saying is never say never. Like that isn't right for me right now, but maybe in the future it will be. Yeah, so, maybe
0: you, maybe for you, you could join a pickleball league or something. <laughs>
1: is a thing people do i don't uh...
0: i keep hearing a lot about i only i brought it up knowing virtually nothing about pickleball i keep hearing a lot about pickleball lately and i don't understand where this pickleball like thing is bruschetta. all coming from yeah it's like the, new panini. <laughs> the new the new like balsamic vinegar like i i feel like i was in my 20s before i ever heard of balsamic vinegar and yeah, then it was like thing. the only vinegar that was that's anywhere
1: so to summarize the article that donald's found it's not about a specific number per se. You don't go through this magical force field of fitness once you hit a certain number. Yeah. This is about creating a lifestyle that includes activity that makes you feel good. I have been bringing home many free endorphins all week that actually feel really good. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't measure it, so I'm not going to try. I, maybe you can measure hormones. I don't know. I don't but- know. Uh,
0: <laughs> and, and you're paying for a gym, so I'm not sure the endorphins are free, but- (laughs) But I get your point. But like, you know, the before Catherine continues, we have this all or nothing attitude that I am constantly, you know, fighting with people over (laughs) and, you know, with myself. And, you know, the idea that if we can't do the perfect thing, that we do nothing at all, that if I can't achieve the perfect BMI or the perfect body, like, why am I trying at all? But You know, the science, if you, if you read the article, which I will post, um, and the, you know, resulting the links to other articles that it shows that incremental improvements in things such as diet, hydration and exercise have real benefits, even if like specific numerical targets are missed. So just increasing in a positive direction in any of those, um, Uh, categories really leads to benefits, whether you feel like you're doing the ideal thing or not. So doing something is better than doing nothing, is is really the bottom line.
1: Well, and two, if you dread it and see it as homework, it is going to remain a slog and something that you see as a means to an end. Yeah. When really our physical activity, our ability to be mobile, to be able to get ourselves upstairs and off floors is really important. And the older I get, the more I, and, and honestly, even with swimming this summer and joining the gym, yeah. is like, I just like being in the water. Let's see where it goes. Like right. I'm going to see what happens. I talk to myself when I do something <laughs> like that. But if you dread it, it's going to be a punishment. None of this is about punishment. It's about enhancing and figuring out ways to improve and increase. I took a short morning walk the other day, and it was about 1,200 steps by the time I got home. And I was like, oh, I usually have 8,000 by this time. It's not that much. And then I remember that's as many, like a 10-minute morning walk was as many steps as I got in an entire day seven years ago. And I was like, okay, well, sometimes I have great days, sometimes I have okay days. And and
0: look how far you've come. It's important to remember that as you're doing this.
1: Yeah, exactly. But mix it up. Figure out what is right for your current season, the time of the year, your emotional bandwidth, and keep it interesting because things that were a priority for us four or five years ago have shifted. And that's okay. It's an evolution. It's not like – you know, like, oh, you look like you've gotten 10,000 steps today. Like, that's not what it's about. It's, oh, wow, you seem really active and full of energy and really strong or fit or whatever. That matters more than the actual number does. So let the numbers go. Let go of the idea that there's this perfect ideal that if you don't hit it, you're a garbage person. And if you do, you're going to be fixed because this is just a continuum. And we believe that if we can do it, if we can incrementally improve, that's so can
0: you absolutely and uh i will say though, one streak that you should never break is your streak of listening to every episode of this podcast (laughs) thank you so much for being here we are grateful to each and every one of you it really means a lot to both of us that that you have taken the time out of your day to listen to us and uh we are grateful Um, You can find all of the episodes of this podcast wherever you found this one, and also anytime, 24 hours a day, on our website, weonlylookthin.com.
1: Yep, and if you are at weonlylookthin.com and you're a lady, you oh, can head over <laughs> to click on the link that says join our support group to find out about our accountability group, Wolt Place. We Only Look Thin Place Yeah, It is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for uh, check-ins, accountability, challenges, Zoom meetings, an occasional newsletter, just a place to be supported while you're working on your unique health goals because when a fitness preneur or whatever on the in- yeah. Instagram preneur says this is exactly what you need to do, that doesn't take into account your own personal interests and we are in to your personal goals and interests because they're not the same for everyone. That that's is okay
0: absolutely true so
1: we have two uh, subscription options a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial maybe that's the magic number yeah. ah, ooh, the magic number is you <laughs> the magic number is you me and the listener oh yeah three is, the Holy Trinity. three is the magic number um but then there's also a seven day complimentary trial so yeah. maybe seven is the right lucky seven lucky as seven. we've
0: always said seven is the magic number it's actually one
1: of my favorite numbers yeah uh, but we have a seven day complimentary trial if you sign up for a three month membership oh so, there's
0: three again
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah see it's, it's prime numbers. It's are really all where it's coming at. back, yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, let's see what else. So, find out more by linking there. Uh, do I have anything else to say on that? No. Uh, on script, go go so. to the
0: website and click on Join Our Support Group, and you can find out more. Yep. And if you would like to interact with us in other ways, we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. And uh we have an email address, which uh, we do check uh, at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. If you feel like writing us some episode suggestions, we've turned listener emails into episodes. If you've got questions, if you just want to say that we are an inspiration to you, we appreciate your emails. So reach out.
1: Yep. And if you have a couple of extra minutes and can head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and a review, that would be super duper. We are up to five hundred and forty-six star oh, ratings. Yeah. Which is that's like bona fide. But we've gotten so many amazing uh, reviews and we read every single one of them and we just so appreciate the feedback. Um, but if you have time to leave a rating or review, not only does it make us feel good, but it also boosts our ratings when people are Using algorithms to uh, to find inspirational podcasts like ours,
0: I know that when I'm looking for podcasts, I use algorithms to find <laughs> them for sure. Um, and another way you could really help us out is to just tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth is one of the best ways that the show grows. If You know, somebody hears from you and they know how awesome you are and they hear from you that you enjoy something, they are more likely to check it out. I know I am when my friends recommend, you know, shows and and music to me. I know I'm more likely to check it out than if, you know, it's just sort of out there and I read about it online.
1: Yeah. And honestly, for people on Reddit and in the Lose Weight, Eat Pizza group on Facebook and the uh, Facebook groups for My Favorite Murder, which isn't about good murder. It's about bad murder. uh, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the fitterinos out there uh who talk about our show and share it with others we so appreciate it uh it just it honestly like means everything that people around the world uh, are getting to know the good uh, name if there old. are
0: groups about good murder out there i don't <laughs> think i want to know about them yeah so if you if you have word of mouth about those groups keep those to yeah yourself. keep it
1: to yourself yeah that for is, sure you're, you're not for us So if you're still not sure if 3, 7, or (laughs) 10,000 is the magic number, please remember that Donald and I are...
0: An an inspiration. inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals.